Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of Unisharks Podcast. Okay. Woo. I'm your host today, Hammerhead, and I'm here with my guys. Guess who's back? Yeah, Mako and Lemon. <laughs> back <Hello>. again. <laughs> um, so hopefully we get some content today. I was kind of tough thinking of some ideas i had to get help from my co-hosts here yeah because we are getting into midterms so it's a lot of stuff on people's minds i guess yeah and also not a lot of stuff at least not to like talk about uh that we haven't already talked about yeah i mean we we can talk about anime of course like always but uh we try to keep it a little more variety yeah um so, first off, we'll start off with the meme of the week. Um, we'll have the last person to watch it. Explain it. Yeah, describe it a little bit here, Mako. All uh, right. <laughs> I just watched it an hour ago. It's called The Most Racist Field Trip I've Ever Been On. So, and it's where this black guy is telling his friends and recording himself doing it about the most racist field trip he's ever been on. So, I guess... This is somewhere in the south from what he said. So, in elementary school, for a field trip, they and a bunch of other black kids go to a cotton processing plant and <laughs> spend the day <laughs> picking cotton. <laughs> and they don't get to keep it, they turn it in to the owners of the plant. But this guy says that he was like, well, screw that, I'm keeping some of this. So he stuffed it in his pocket. His mom finds it and says, what are you doing with raw cotton in your pocket? And he explains what happened. And she goes down to the school and just lets him have it. <laughs> just rips him. <laughs> Takes him out of school for like three days. And it's just like, it's so freaking funny listening to him explain it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely one of those guys where you would listen to him explain any story. Okay, he, he just does a really good job on it. Yeah. But... It's just like you have to wonder what what was going through their heads when they did that. Yeah, why why would you do that? Why was it all the black kids like? Yeah, <laughs> what the heck? Like, is it one of those things where they just plan it and then once they start, they're like, "Oh crap, this was a bad idea," but we're already here. Because yeah. there must have been at some they must have at some point realized this seems kind of bad to do. Yeah, but it was great. He was just like. You know, us kids, we weren't thinking about that. We're just like, we're just going to go have fun in the fields. <laughs> we were singing. <laughs> yeah, That's singing songs. Like, oh, he actually right. says, we were singing, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He, just, he also said it was not until like a year later until he understood like why his mom was upset. Yeah. And then once he realized, like, wow, that's kind of messed up. Uh, so, don't do that. But the way that he shared it was just really funny. Yeah, we, uh, we'll put a link in the description so you guys can go enjoy it for yourselves. Yeah. So, but... All right. Um, but, yeah, getting back on track. Um, the first topic that we want to talk about um, was I do that Lemon brought up. Um, and I like it, so we'll go with it. And it's talking about just kind of like shows in general, so whatever type... Uh, shows that you watch you be anime or live um it is do you prefer shows that are kind of like each episode has its own arcing story 
or do you prefer more of a, I guess, the, typically it would be a longer show or not, uh, but that has an overarching plot to it, and so it ends at the last episode. So I guess, like, one example that probably Mako would get more, kind of like a little bit Joe. each of the episode, they had their own little different thing. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really... There was a story that continued between each episodes, but like at the end of the season versus the beginning of the season, I mean, I wouldn't say that they accomplished the goal. You know? So it's kind of like an overarching story versus like Adventure of the Week or Monster of the Week or whatever. Yeah. So um, for me, I can't really decide because that's actually, I've never actually thought about that. <laughs> because I mean, there are people that make fun of that whole model, like, oh, great, here's another whatever of the week that the people have to deal with, you know, and that was a lot more common in the, like, I'd say, like, a decade or two ago, because I remember my sisters were, like, you know, we'd watch, you know, my sisters would watch stuff like Sailor Moon, or there was, like, a new monster, and then, you know, we grew up watching Pokemon, where it's like, oh, there's a new Pokemon for them to try to catch this week, some new challenge, you know, and I kind of like that, because it's like, okay, we have a story, we go through it, it can be emotional, tense, whatever, and we wrap it up by the end of it. Every now and then there's an arc. But I do feel like shows that have an overarching storyline get more in depth because they have all these different threads that come together towards the end of the season or whatever. So they're able to just achieve like more emotional storytelling. But at the same time, that also means you have to watch most of the show to have any idea what's going on. You can't just jump in. Yeah. Yeah, I think you probably got a point about how 10 years, or so, 10 years or so ago it was more popular to have, like, the Monsters of the Week type of thing. And I think a lot of it was because of cable TV. Like, yeah. um, it's harder to, like, just... You had to, like, jump on and just watch whatever was playing. So typically they wanted to, like, have the episode be so that um, anyone who's jumping in on cable can, like, watch it. Yeah. But now with streaming and all that stuff, like, you can go through and watch these episodes in order, you know? Like, you start... A sh- like, for example, like, I can pick up a show and be like, oh, and start from the beginning and go through it. You can't just, like, jump in the middle of the story and just roll with it, you know? But... Yeah. But I like what you said. I like the more... The shows with more of a overarching plot because I do like the shows that are, like, not so much, but I tend to stick with the shows that have, like, a more bigger plot going on because it feels more meaningful. Like, you're, you're progressing the story and whatnot, but... At the same time, that is kind of nice just to like chill back and watch the characters go on an adventure, like the Mandalorian. Like I feel like that Mandalorian has a really good combination of the two. Yeah, it really does. Because like there is an overarching plot going on, but it's like he's having adventures along the way. So yeah, like season two, first one they take care of a crate dragon, and then the second, I don't know what happens on the second one. <laughs> he falls on the uh, ice planet with yeah. the spider things. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. But I really like that episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one freaked me out. But, I mean, even, yeah, you're right. Even while that's happening, he is progressing towards, you know, through this overall plot arc. Yeah. Well, would you say this is kind of like what Star Trek does? Yeah, Star Trek is very, like, filler-based. But that's, re- that's the reason why I like Deep Space Nine the most is because there's, like, a very... They do have filler episodes where it's, like, his own self-contained story, but at the same time, though, there's a very in- in-depth, like, overarching plot going on in the Deep Space Nine. But... Because that's, that's the reason why I thought about this, because I was watching a documentary talking about Deep Space Nine versus the other stuff, and people are talking about how Deep Space Nine kind of was pushing that limit because a lot of people were scared that um, people wouldn't want to watch it because you have to, like, understand what's going on in the story. Yeah. But, 
But yeah, I like I like series that have like a mix of both, kind of like the Mandalorian, where like there is an overarching plot, but yet there's adventures along the way. So. Yeah. Oh, and since you brought up Star Trek, I guess Voyager would be another example because yeah. they have individual adventures, but it's all you know geared towards them getting home. Yeah. Yeah. And I oh, oh yeah, go on. Well, and I guess it also depends on like the type of show and what you're going for. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because like you know, oh, do you want to talk more about that? Oh well, yeah. It's just like if I'm in a, a mood for you know just a short show well maybe not a short show but just for like i want to watch something during the day and not really have to worry about it but enjoy it at the same time then you know i'd probably go for the adventure of that week type show yeah um but then again you know uh, you guys know me Uh, i keep watching slice of life (laughs) anyways and they do kind of have an ending that they finish and that they kind of rebring from the first episode and the last three episodes but um and so I do tend to go for those but I, I do enjoy shows that do have a, a a story that's you know a little bit longer than just one episode yeah um I think that can you bring in the point what Lemon said uh with fillers and I'm watching Naruto right now <laughs> um you know I've watched a good amount of one piece and those shows are just kind of notorious for filler episodes and <clears throat> i feel like they have a purpose as well they, they usually always did a lot of them after like a very serious arc um for example the pain arc and then there's a bunch of uh, past about like fun adventures that people went on and now they're on a ship right now and they, each episode ended up being something fun like a ghost ship or an island <laughs> you know um But I, I don't know. I don't, I'll, I want to kind of get into this later uh, about um, recaps, but we'll we'll, oh, we'll re- finish this thought first. I was gonna say like, you brought up like slice of life stuff. I think, you know, some famous comedies like Friends or The Big Bang Theory. Almost said The Big Brain Theory. <laughs> Um, those ones, you know, function on just a story a week kind of thing because yeah. they're comedies. They don't need an overarching storyline. Meanwhile, Game of Thrones is like this deep, you know, emotional mm-hmm. drama. So it has to have all these different threads that are progressed each week towards, you know, a, a final objective, which is someone wants to be on the throne, I guess. Never watched it. <laughs> yeah. So it's <laughs> well, going off what these two have told me. Well, actually, I want to go off that a little bit. Do you, Lemon, do you remember any like filler episodes? Like Again. the typical filler episodes in Game of Thrones? Not that I could think of. I know, I definitely remember them like doing the cliffhanger bait. Yeah. That really annoyed me. Like, I think it was the second or third season, but like, they, le- they end up with the cliffhanger, but then it get immediately resolved with the next five minutes for the next episode. Yeah. And just be filler through this episode. Then there's another cliffhanger. So I was like, I got kind of fed up with it, but yeah. <laughs> but there's definitely no filler episodes per se, but there's definitely like filler moments, I feel like, in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah, it's been so I binged like the first like almost the whole show in like a couple of weeks um and so it's kind of it's all together for me <laughs> yeah I'm like i guess thinking about it since we were just talking about game of thrones there are certain shows where they're super serious but they do have a filler every now and then to kind of lighten the mood you know like we were we talked a few months ago about another yeah 
So there was one episode where they just all go to the beach, and I guess that's a trope with anime. There's always a beach episode somewhere along the line. Yeah, just don't go out when there's boats. Yeah, that ended on a really dark note. <laughs> I was like, dang it. Pictures <laughs> just getting light. Well, I mean, there's also the part where he's daydreaming, and he imagines himself dancing with the main girl. Oh, yeah, that was adorable. Totally didn't fit the theme of the show at all, but it was great. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, oh, sorry. Another show that does both really well, I feel like, is uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a very, like, intense plot going on, but there's also, like, like really good filler episodes that, like, feel like, don't feel like they're unnecessary, you know? Yeah, and I guess that fits a plot overall, because at first it says Aang's trying to master the elements, so it's a little more relaxed, and then finally he finds out about Sozin's Comet, now there's a time limit, so then they have to start doing little arcs and focusing the story a little more. Yeah. yeah, they they wrote that pretty well. I mean, like there is a beach episode in Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, there's multiple beach episodes now. That I think about it, but I mean, the one with Azula and Zuko. Well, even that one was good because you finally start seeing Zuko think maybe he did the wrong thing. Like it does progress the characters a little more, even if it doesn't do anything with the plot. Yeah, that's. I would say that Avatar did a really good job of that because it did do filler. But they really brought out the character's personality, and or they gave us more backstory to the person in those episodes. Yeah. And so we were able to get more attached to the characters due to those fillers. It's just some shows, you know, it's kind of they're trying to do that sometimes, um, but it doesn't achieve it always. Like usually, it's just like a little thing, <laughs> and then like, okay, I'll forget about this filler in the next, you know, ten episodes. Yeah, I think the worst I've seen with that that comes to mind is Clone Wars. Because there's some filler episodes where it's like, what was the point of this? This was so weird and it doesn't connect to anything. Like, there's one where Anakin and Obi-Wan are trapped in a valley with living vines that try to keep them there. And there's a boy that's been living there. And they finally escape. And at the end of it, I just sat there thinking, I could have gone the rest of my life without seeing this and been a little bit happier. (laughs) (laughs) This was such a waste of time. So, like, I guess, yeah, we're kind of touching on, like, what's the purpose of a filler episode. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it really depends on the show, I guess. Because, like, Avatar, they used it to bring in some lightheartedness and put some background or progression to characters. Um... But then, you know, for that one you're just talking about, maybe it's just they needed another week to finish animating something else. Yeah. You know, or... Or maybe every now and then someone comes up with a story and they're like, oh, yeah, sure, let's try it out. Yeah, like, or in some... In in some shows, it might be like an extra that was in the back of like a comic or something like that they decided just to add in. Um... I don't know. Yeah, go on. Maybe it's kind of like, you know those animated shorts that Pixar and Disney put out? Yeah. They actually lose money making those. Really? Yeah, I found out. But the reason they do them is because it's fun for the animators, so it keeps morale up, and it also lets them experiment with new styles and new types of storytelling. So maybe a filler could be used the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So would you guys count, so like I mentioned, I'm watching Naruto, and they have a ton of movies. And there's, I think, out of, like, the 15 or so movies, 
like two of them were only canon. The rest really? of them, yeah. The rest of them are based huh. off extras, like I was mentioning, and I think either the author just did or they're off extras that are in the book, and so they're not connected to the story. Huh. Um, how do you feel about those? That type of thing. Like, if Star Trek... Like the which Star Trek are you watching right now? Deep Space Nine. Yeah, if they just had a movie about something that happened and that was connected to the show at all, really, it just had the characters and the location. If it was good, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, I think it knows they're really good for fan service, just giving the fans what they want yeah. a little bit and kind of showing them what they want or showing just kind of like a little, yeah, I don't know. Like Mass Effect, I think is known for it too. Like they threw in a DLC, which is pure fan service where. The characters just go hang out at like a lot or a bar or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, that's that's cruel, I'll dig with it. Okay. So maybe like maybe it's not so much that fillers are pointless, maybe they're just for fun. Yeah. And shouldn't be taken seriously. That's you know, when you're watching a, a show that's coming out though, like it's kinda tough to know is this a filler or not. Yeah. And then I don't know, every once in a while it kind of sucks. It's like, oh great, I just watched a filler. Now I have to wait another week. To see what happens, yeah. yeah. But kind of going off that a little bit, uh, how do you feel about like recaps? <laughs> yeah. um, uh. I love Netflix, even though they're kind of dumb in certain things. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have a skip recap button. Yeah, and Disney Plus does that too now. Yeah, which is amazing. Like, why does Crunchyroll not do this? It's been around for years. Why can't they simply implement it into their system? <laughs> Wait, so, so you're saying that you hate Netflix because they do the recap? No, 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 no. They have an option to skip it. Okay. Oh, anyway. I'm, okay. I'm bashing Crunchyroll because oh, they see. don't, even though they're a huge platform that's been around for years now. <laughs> You're telling me they used to be illegal, right? Yeah, they were a, a legal pirating site, and then they decided to become legal. <laughs> um, but they don't have a bloody skip recap. <laughs> it's like, if Netflix can do it, so can you guys. Yeah. But... Nice recaps are handy if you haven't like if you're waiting if you're watching episodes that come out, but when they're binging, they're not very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or if like you've had to take a break for a week or two or months even for whatever reason. Yeah. I guess it just you know also depends when the show came out. Um, mm-hmm. Recaps are very handy if it's a weekly thing. You know, or yeah. they had to wait till it was the end of the season and you had to wait till the next season started. You know they're recaps are really handy but when there's flashbacks like every other episode for like five minutes at the very least it's just kind of yeah it's like i know what my, my brain works i can remember <laughs> this much yeah i mean kind of like you were saying they're more useful towards the end of the season when they want to point out how stuff from earlier in the season is going to connect to this final episode but other than that yeah I thought you were talking about recap episodes where all they do is this oh just recap they have those too i just i don't watch them yeah. If I can. The funniest recap episode I've ever seen. I think it was a recap episode. It's been so long since I've seen it, but Top Gear, after they fired Jeremy Clarkson, the other two hosts just sat there with a giant elephant behind them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the Jeremy the again? Uh, the tall one. The mean one? Yeah, you could say he's the mean one. Yeah. The three. 
So, but yeah, they just recounted some of their favorite moments in the series or the season and called it good. And then three of them left and went to do the grand tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Any last thoughts on that? I don't know. I guess me personally, I like shows that have like an overarching plot. But I also like a little mixture, like having a little, well, depends on the filler too. The filler has like, if it gives insight into the characters, then I don't mind the filler. But yeah, overall, I like plot-based shows because I feel like I get more invested and I feel more need to finish it. Yeah. So you like investing into these things? Yeah. Like the reason why I thought about that is because I watched it. I'm starting to watch Attack on Titan. It's coming out. And I'm watching it again, and it's like, dang! If you like, if you drop in on any episode, like you have no idea what, what is going on. You know? <laughs> yeah. Would you say? Because I've only watched the first season. Um. We're we actually are on the second one, aren't we? No, we're on the first season still. We're still. Oh yeah, I, 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 we sorry. finished the first half of the first season. Yes, thank you. Which we need to finish. <laughs> yeah, we'll start again so Mako can join us. But it's so good to <laughs> attack on Titan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, would you say there's any like filler, like funny episodes, kind of like in some of the other shows, in Attack on Titan in the later seasons? No, there's funny moments, but not really filler episodes per se. There's always something that like, happens in each episode that progresses. Or there's in, like a beach episode with like Mikasa and and Aaron and all that. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yes, but it's a very depressing beach episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> Attack on Titan for yeah. you. <laughs> well, maybe we'll start that show. But I started at least three shows with Mako here, and at least like a. No, only only one show that we watched with Limit Dragon. Oh yeah. And that we need to finish. So I need to sit down one of these days and just watch with them if they have time. Um, <laughs> so we can actually uh, get that off our chest. Um. Anyways, I guess we'll go to the next topic. Where uh, one question I had for you two were. What was it? <laughs> or something's mainstream or popular. But oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Repeat it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what is something that's popular but you actually don't like? You know, it could be a show. It could be a book series. It could be music. You know, it could be a food, I guess. I don't know. Um, I really hate ramen. I <laughs> 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 I love ramen. You take that. Yeah. No, I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is a lot of pop music. Like, I don't really hate any particular pop artists in general, but just the music and the weights. Like, there's some good pop songs out there, like, but if I, if I find a pop song that I like, I usually look up, like, a rock or heavy metal version of it. <laughs> but, I don't know, just the, the way the songs are structured really irk me. Like, they, re, they repeat the chorus, like, five times throughout the whole song, and it just really annoys me, because, like, you hear the song, halfway through the song, it's like, well, I might as well not listen to the rest of it, because it just repeats, you know? And they blast, everywhere on this, everywhere, all these radios blast it. And it's like, why would you ever want to listen to this music? You hear it everywhere already, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. That's just one thing that first thing comes to mind. And I will say I don't use the radio anymore. True, yeah. Well, but, well, just like when you walk around, like, stores and, like, oh, yeah, and, exactly. like restaurants, yeah, exactly. like, blasting pop or country music, and it's like, why? Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on country music. But, so I guess I have two examples. Uh, this was when I was living in Mexico. But, like, so this would be popular in Mexico and probably... Latinas, 
but it's called Banda. Oh, and yeah. And I absolutely hate it because I, I literally get headaches listening to it. <laughs> really? I'll, yeah, I was in this, it's called Combi, and it's basically this uh, a minivan. Um, and they just use it to transport kind of like a, mini, like a small bus, essentially. So, like, 10 people get in it. Um, and this guy, the drivers would just deck out their combis uh, just with loudspeakers or whatever and some decorations and everything. And he was just, my head was next to the speaker. And I had to be in this thing for, like, 20 minutes. And I was just blasting it just next to my head. I was like, I hate my life right now. <laughs> I hate it, but it's hugely popular down there, so I guess that's one thing. But the the reason why I thought of this question is, I uh, I'm a fan of trash taste, and if you kind of can tell, there's we uh, arrange this podcast similar to theirs. Uh, we love you guys. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> um, like and subscribe. <laughs> they all are fans. Maybe not so much um, one of them, but they're all fans of Neon Genesis Evangelion. And I don't see the appeal of that show. Like, the only thing I enjoyed of it was the fights. Those are pretty good. Some of the characters weren't bad, but I absolutely hate the main character. I think he's trash. <laughs> and, um, and now that I've seen other clips of other people sharing it, or just maybe even memes, I'm like, these other characters are trash too. Like, why are you guys doing this? Like, his dad, you're just a dick. And it's all the freaking women, you're like, it's supposed to be a very depressive show um, of everyone going through these type of pains and everything, but I, it just doesn't work with me the way that's written down. But it's like acclaimed and people love it. It's a classic. I, like, I watched it once and it's my lowest rated show on my anime list that I, <laughs> that I personally wrote, rated. I was like, I just don't like it. Uh, what about you, Mako? So I've been trying to think, like, there are things that are really popular that I think are a little overrated, like Clone Wars, for example, but I'll still admit, yeah, it's really good, just maybe not, oh my gosh, it's the greatest piece of Star Wars ever made, you know. I think one thing that came to mind was Shazam, the movie. Okay, okay. Just because it was so, it was kind of tone deaf. You know, one second there's these kids just goofing around. Hey, I'm a superhero. I can buy beer. You know, it's funny. And the next second you see a, a guy getting his head bitten off. You know, and going limp in front of the camera. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just, I don't think it was as good as a lot of people say it is. Um, hmm. Now they brought that up, it made me think... One thing that I don't really like as much is kind of like the Marvel and DC comics, per, per se. Oh. Like, I don't know what, about, what it is about it, but it's just so hard to, like, get invested into it. Like, there's certain, like of course, I like um, a lot of um, different Batman movies and a lot of different Marvel movies on their own. But I just have a hard time investing myself into these stories because, like, they get rewritten so many times over. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, the, the character of Superman, like, it could be anything. Like, he could be a freaking Soviet Union Russian spy dude and, like... Oh yeah, same, same with like yeah. Captain America. It's like I feel like if, if these characters can be changed, like does it really? That was like loses like the appeal to me, you know? It's yeah. Like if it could be anything, then it's nothing, you know. Like you'd rather have a set. This is who they are. This is what they did, rather than constantly rewriting it for new generations. Yeah, exactly. Especially how like Batman was like apparently rewritten in this one, like uh, young adult comic or graphic novel where 
he's Chinese and he goes to what? school with like freaking Joker. What? And it's and the perspective was like through Catwoman who's trying to like decide between either the Joker or Batman. Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Is this like a rom com? Because that would actually be really funny. I don't know. I don't like it. Well, I just watched a YouTube video. I watched a YouTube trailer of it. <laughs> Is it called Batman Is My Senpai? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like. What's the point of, like, create something new, guys? Like, come on, like, why are you, like, writing off... I guess I understand why you're writing off it, because you want to get quick and success off your story, so you're taking off, like, something really marketable and applying it to your stupid little story, you know? <laughs> like, create something new or something, I don't know. I'm actually a little interested in that now, though. <laughs> no, because... So I'm probably going to go on a tangent here, but no, you, have, you bring up a point, though, because it's like... They've been changing, I guess, in the past few years. They, they're really on a phase of changing heroes, and, you know, it's like, well, let's just get rid of Iron Man, and then we'll make this girl become Iron Man. Oh, this random teenage girl. Yeah. yeah I that remember that. No one's heard of, you know. Um, and same with Thor. There's just a female Thor. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Actually, I remember when they did that, Joss Whedon, who directed the first two Avengers movies, said, what the heck made them think that would be a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> it was super funny. And it's like... In some cases, it works. There was uh, Miss Marvel, the uh, Pakistani. What, what oh, was she again? Kamala Khan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember if she's Pakistani, but she is Muslim. Yeah, yeah Muslim. Thank you. And she's a great character. Yeah. Um, but going off what you say, Lemon, it's just like, come on, just make some someone else. Yeah. You know, like use your brain that you have, make com- something up original, like. I can't do it, obviously, or I, I'd be famous. But right. um, like, why are all these Ameri- why are all these heroes in America? Like, why don't you? Just- <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's it's true. like you take a Pakistani woman, but she's in America, so it's like she's still American. It's like why don't you like change the setting a bit? I don't know. Like, are there any like I can't, yeah. I can't think of any of the top of my head. Are there, any, are there any out there that are like comic stories that take place in like some other country? Well, there are Marvel comics that take place in England. Like, there's a Captain Britain. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Well, are those more spin-offs, though? Or are those, like, a full-on, fleshed-out character? Um, pff, actually, I don't know much about them. I, that might say something about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I kind of see what you mean. But then again, like, I don't really get exposed to, say, comic books from other countries. So maybe there's, like, an Indian superhero that we don't know about. Well, I'm sure there are, but I mean, I mean, like, in Marvel itself. No, know? but in Marvel itself. Like, they're trying to be all woke and all that, but yet they all take place in America, you know? Yeah, so. all the superheroes, like, the main base is in America. Oh, yeah. Moon Knight. He's Egyptian, and it takes place in Egypt. Oh, really? So oh. far as I know. Well, I guess Black Panther, he's, that takes place in Africa. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I'll take that back then. There's, <laughs> well, there is a couple, but there should be more. Yeah, I just I just find it yeah. funny that they're replacing all these other, like, prominent re- figures in America. Like, why don't you just go somewhere else? Like, go, like, and, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe not so much Thor. But anyways, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I mean, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Oh, yeah. But I don't know <laughs> if he's Canadian in the books. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, he is? Okay, that works. Um... I remember him saying, like, I'm Canadian and I love Captain America. (laughs) 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 Everyone's like, he knows what's up. Um, But, yeah, like, like, do come up with some new stuff. Oh, I mean, it does suck, though, when they do come up with something and then it's just... It just flops. Yeah, it does flop. I mean, that could just be bad writing, but I guess there's, like, um, Squirrel Girl. 
Oh, yeah, she's fun. Yeah, like, she's fun, but who knows her? I think she has become more popular, but, yeah, like, you got a point. <laughs> um, and so, like, these guys, they do have time writing off of them. Yeah. And so if they really want to introduce these characters, I feel like they should be adding them into these popular series. Um, have them pop up every once in a while. And, you know, in the back of the book or in the corner or something, it's like, follow this comic for these personal adventures of this person. Yeah. You know, if you enjoyed them in this short chapter, like, you'll probably enjoy their actual full series. Yeah, like, I guess an example of that, since we're talking about superheroes, would be Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Because originally he was just introduced in... uh, X-Men. Hulk, actually. Oh, it was Hulk? Yeah, originally he just showed up in one of the Hulk comics because he was sent... I think he was sent by the U.S. government to kill Hulk. Which is why they have such the, this big, long-standing rivalry that everyone wants to see take place on the MCU. So, but eventually, when the X Men get started, I don't remember, you know, if he was part of what started it or what. But he became one of the most popular characters. Like he is the face of X Men for a lot of people. Yeah. He just started off as just just this random guy with powers that went after Hulk. Yeah, and people recognize him more now than. Um... I guess even Jean Grey or um, Laser <laughs> yeah, She's Space. too busy being dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I read she's been brought back like eight separate times and I believe it. Yeah, or <laughs> Storm. Um, yeah. Well, Storm is cool. She, she needs some more time, I think. Like more face time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Rogue started off as like an Avengers villain. She, like, she was a mutant, but she just fought the Avengers and then eventually she joined the X-Men and that's when she got fleshed out and became a beloved character. Mm-hmm. I will say, I feel like they need to do individual movies or highlighted movies for different X-Men. Um, I think Wolverine's got it the most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they kind of tried doing it with um, What's-Her-Face, but the movie just flopped really hard. Oh, uh, Phoenix, yeah. Jean Grey, yeah. I thought I heard, you know how they did X-Men Origins Wolverine? Yeah. I think I heard originally that was supposed to be a series of just, like, the origins of all these different heroes. But yeah, I heard about that, too. Yeah, Wolverine did so badly, they just cut it. See, so. I actually watched it in theaters, and I thought it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, too, but after watching it again a little bit older, I yeah, I guess you might. Yeah, but I also yeah. didn't know... The other characters like Deadpool. I didn't yeah, know now that we actually know Deadpool, we're like, that is really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hopefully we get some better stuff. Yeah. Um, another one that was pretty good, I guess, was the last X-Men movie. Um, I actually haven't watched it yet. I still really want to. But Apocalypse? No. Or Dark Phoenix? No, Wolverine movie. Oh, um, oh, Wolverine. That one actually wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't... Okay, it was kind of bad, but it was fun. Which Wolverine? You mean Logan? No, the one where he goes to Japan, right? No, no, or no. Or were no. you talking about Logan? Logan. Okay, yeah, I've heard Logan's really good. Yeah, where he basically adopts a daughter, I guess, yeah. and trains her to be the next Wolverine. X-23. Yeah, like, I like those type of stories more. If, if they do that, where the person finds, the hero finds someone and pulls her, like, uh, Batman and Robin thing <laughs> like that actually kind of works more in my opinion than this replacing it yeah I guess while we're talking about it you know there's been well before COVID there was kind of some poll like some arguments that they needed to have more LGBT 
LGBTQ plus characters in the franchise. Yeah. So they're talking about, well, we should make Miss Marvel gay and stuff like that. I'm like, why don't there are gay characters in the comics? Why don't you just introduce them instead? Like, right. um, there's one. I think her name is America Chavez or something like that. I don't know. So she's lesbian. So why not just bring her into the MCU instead of trying to make an existing character lesbian? Yeah, it's probably because of risk. With a lot of with a lot of marketing, yeah, they want to reduce risk by make, by taking stuff that's already popular. Yeah, and something like that. So that's why I'm learning about this in my mass media class. So I'm kind of thinking like and analytically about this. Like, oh, I can see why they do it this way. But at the same time, that's kind of dumb, you know. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And I can't entirely argue that it's a bad idea either because I remember there was. Um, with the Marvel comics, they had, like, the Ultimate Universe, which is, like, a separate, you know, universe, separate line of comics. Mm-hmm. And that one, um, one of the X-Men, Colossus, was gay. Or at least the thing I read, they were setting him up to be gay. So even though he had a functional, I think, healthy relationship with Kitty Pride in the mainline universe. So I was like, okay, they can do that. You know, it's an alternate universe, different guy, different story. They can do that. Yeah. But, I mean, kind of going off what you're saying, Little Lemon, that is kind of a double-edged sword, because... Because if you can change it anytime you want, then it's not really that meaningful. Yeah, that, and, you know, you're probably, you might lose fan base if you yeah. just decide just to change their sex. Yeah. You know, if, what happened if there was an LGBTQ plus person and they decided to make them straight, you know? Right. It would... People would hate that. Yeah, and so it's like it, you just gotta be careful uh, doing that. Like, let's use what they have already. Yeah, I think that's why I get more into manga the more they do comic books because for manga you can find the TV show and it's like, oh, I like this TV show. Let's get more into it. Then you find the manga and find the, this stuff is based off, and then you can just kind of go with that. But if you like a Marvel show or Marvel movie or like an X Men movie, like it's such a mess trying to find the the comics that inspired it. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I will say one series that I didn't care for the source material because, oh gosh, we watched it. It was uh, Bunny Drop. Oh, oh, oh or, yeah. Uh, or Usagi <laughs> Drop. Um, very, very wholesome anime. Until? Until after the anime ends. The, the books stop after the anime ends. I don't care what, I don't care what they say. But I guess online, I was looking more into the author. That's just kind of her style. Um, oh, like that writing. kind of romance sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she likes the... Do you explain to the viewers what you're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, we probably I should. Like, yeah. uh, you guys want to talk about Yusaki Drop? Just, yeah, <laughs> just for context, we probably okay. should. Um, so Yusaki Drop, or Bunny Drop, is an anime... Well, anime adaptation of a manga. Um, I can't think of the uh, the writer's name right now. I'll pull up in a second after I'm done. Um, but after the book series, so spoilers, I'm sorry. Um, the end of the anime is set up that his adopted daughter was going to get with this young boy okay that sounds really weird <laughs> they're the same age like they're little kids that they're, hang out so yeah. it's kind of like okay they'll probably make they can make a cute couple and, one day yeah when they're older and then the young boy's mom uh is single um i think the dad passed away or divorced 
they don't really go into detail that I remember. And this guy and the mom are kind of hitting it off. And so it's like, yeah, mother and the dad relationship are going to work out. And then in the books, they decide after this time skip, she's like 16 now. And so the guy was like 25, 27 in the beginning of the anime. And so he's like 10 years older now. Um, and they decide that the young girl now young woman was only in love with her adoptive dad because she never called him father ever she always called him by his real name and he's, that they were meant to be and I was like ball crap okay he's like almost 20 years older than her isn't he yeah 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 and that's I was like, just I mean if you're both over 18 whatever you got if you love each other, you love each other. But, but he like raised her and adopted her like his father, her father. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like he sees her as a daughter. Yeah. Yeah, and then like, didn't you say? Uh, her adopted dad and the other kid's mom actually did try. Yeah, they did date or something like that. And, and it just didn't, didn't work, work out. out <laughs> just so they can get together. But so, yeah, before that, how did you guys think of the anime though? Well, like, ignoring that and just focusing on the show itself, it was great. It was fun. It was a wholesome anime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the artist's name is uh, Yumi... Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Yumi Unita. What was you saying? Yumi Unita? Yeah, something like that. I don't... I'm trying... I'm putting, like, a Latin accent to it. (laughs) Not Japanese. Um, 30-year-old, and then he adopts a 6-year-old. So he's 24 years old. Oh, my gosh. Um, but if you just watched the anime, very, very wholesome. Recommend it. You just don't read the book. Books. Yep. <laughs> yeah, if you watch any clips on YouTube, the comments will be full of people saying, man, this is great. I'm so glad it ended on this note and nothing else ever happened after that. <laughs> yeah. The music's not bad, too. I like it. Um, it is a little weird, though, because it, it was, like, supposedly his grandpa's illegitimate daughter that he had with his maid yeah and that was weird to begin with eh I, I kind of was kind of okay <laughs> it's kind of weird but it was like I, I was like I could see that happening really yeah guy's lonely <laughs> <laughs> why are you looking at me <laughs> hey it's her bills <laughs> but yeah if you want a very wholesome one though uh lightning oh gosh I almost said lightning drop Oh, crap. Sweetness and lightning. That's oh, yeah. A, that's yeah, a good was, one. Yeah. Even though it does kind of seem like the teacher-student relationship is kind of happening. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're pretty good at not really pushing it. It more looks like she just has a crush on the teacher, and he he just cares about his daughter. Yeah. They're pretty good about that. Yeah. What about Graves of the Fireflies? What? Wait. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> it's okay. The story's not that good. If you want to cry, you want to watch it. That's <laughs> oh, oh, a great movie. So, I have a confession to make about that. When his little sister dies, I, I started laughing. It was sad. It was. But just, uh, I don't know. Just It's been years since I watched it. I don't remember the exact reason why, but for some reason, just the way they did it made me laugh. Hmm. You okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you need to talk to someone? <laughs> okay, that was fine. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember. 
Uh, actually, thanks for ruining it. Miss Kane. Uh, the first time Maybe. I watched it was eighth grade English class. Really? Yeah, my teacher put it on. Oh, wow. You know, maybe it was because they do, like, a flashback of her when she was alive. And she's, like, running around their little cave house naked with a towel running behind her. And I'm like, this feels a little weird after she just died. But oh, yeah. Maybe that's what I was laughing at. Yeah, it might have just been, like, the switch. Yeah. The change of tone from super, super sad to, like, naked baby running around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, hasn't hasn't there ever been anything, like serious that you laughed at though like i probably have but i can't call on right now like it felt inappropriate to laugh at it but you just couldn't help it yeah i remember have you watched up mice and men oh yeah yeah probably get he shoots his buddy (laughs) 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 yeah like this guy funny like we watched it in like i can't remember i think it was sophomore junior year yeah i think it was sophomore year but um a lot of people just kind of laugh because it was super unexpected you know and then my teacher decided to hone in on this one dude and it's like so I think it's funny when someone gets shot. Oh, jeez. It's like, girl, stop being such a beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I remember, um, you guys remember Christian. We've talked about him before on yeah, the show. Yeah, We were watching Casino Royale with him. And there's a part where, you know, this drug lord shows up with a machete and threatens to cut a lady's arm off. So, <laughs> like, as soon as that happened, Christian just busts out laughing. We are like, what? <laughs> he says, it was just so... Like, out of nowhere, he keeps on laughing as they're threatening to chop her arm off in front of her boyfriend. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I probably have. Yeah. I just can't think of anything right now. Um, I guess the closest thing to that would be we're replaying Halo 4 and then Cortana sacrifices herself. I was just laughing. But oh, yeah, because it's... It's just kind of stupid. It's just badly done. Yeah, like, when I first played it, I was like, oh, okay. And then now I replay it, and I'm like, wow, this Cortana's actually kind of annoying. Like, I like her in the previous games. Yeah, she's great in the previous ones. Yeah. And then in the new one, she's suddenly kind of angsty. Yeah. Was she going crazy? Yeah. She was, so I could apply to it. Yeah. But it was like, she's kind of come like a human in a sense. Um, at the end of number four, before she dies... And she, like, puts his hand on his chest. And he's like, oh. I've always wanted to do that. And it's like, <laughs> at first Cortana would not have fought like that. But. Well, she's a human now, so I guess she gets. Well, she, uh, I think she, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she was a human or not. But well, human maybe more, like, physically. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, still confusing. It's part of the marketing. They probably want to. Get those teen or horny teenagers to feel something. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, it also is the first for three for three of the main series, and so I guess they wanted to put their charm in it. I guess make it more mem- memorable. Oh, that made me laugh when at the end they're like, "What was it? Every journey starts with a first step." And thank you for trusting us with this universe you love. Oh yeah. And it was like. You got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> so which game is this? Halo Four. Just like, said that. Yeah, at, at the, the end? end of the at the end of the game, they yeah, say that. Yeah, that kind of like the credits. Oh, like, I see. Thank you for joining us. But uh, I will say, probably might end with this unless you guys have something else to say. But um, freaking Palmer, Sarah Palmer. Oh, uh, hate her. Cannot <laughs> stand her. Is she? Uh, she's another Spartan. Oh. The uh, Spartan Four. I think the douchiest 
Spartan I've ever seen. Yeah, she's like, she's called scientist eggheads. And then it's like, well, maybe if they were so dumb, they wouldn't die, essentially, type thing. It's like, they just died, woman. Right. And it's like, the this Marines are trash, so the Spartans are the best. Yeah, like... Hmm? This is in Reach? Uh, Halo 4. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like a bunch of the scientists die, and she says, hey, guys, I think you forgot the rescue part of Search and Rescue. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Like the that, corpses are right over there. You want to joke about it right now? <laughs> I know, right? But... Um, Anyway, in the middle of the game, she's like, huh, I thought you'd be taller. And then Abdullah, this is bad. This is a bad part on 343. They just were getting proportions, to be <laughs> honest. I don't think Sarah Palmer was that short. Uh, but they made, like, Chief, like, a foot taller than her. I'm like, oh, not so tall, huh? <laughs> it's like, Isn't she up to his shoulder? <laughs> at the most. Yeah, while wearing her armor. Yeah. And so it's like, woman, okay. Have you guys ever watched the live action Halo series? Um, I've seen some clips and I hear that people enjoy it, but it's not the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried showing that to my dad, but I don't think he was into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll end there. Thanks for joining us this time. Um, we're trying to get some guests uh, but we won't say anything unless it's official. Yeah. Uh, some people that we think are pretty cool might actually get our first female guest to come on. So that'd be that'd be fun. Uh, get a woman's perspective. Yeah. It actually would be very good to have that, <laughs> to be honest. But thanks for joining us this week. Uh, yeah, Mako will be hosting next week. All right. Yeah, thanks for coming. Swim safely. What? Swim safely? Yeah. Sharks swimming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>